Good morning. Let us pray. Lord God, Father, heaven bless you once again for another day. Thank you, Father, for gathering us today here in the earth as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I pray, Father, that you would bless those who are listening. Pray, Father, that you would bless your word as we as I speak this morning. Pray that you would fill us with your Holy Spirit. Pray that we all would be led by your Holy Spirit in everything that we do today. In order that you would receive all the glory. For you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to receive the glory that belongs solely to you. So I pray and ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Once again, good morning. Um, we're still in the, the book of Joshua. Joshua. And um, we're at Joshua chapter 23. This morning I'll be reading from Joshua chapter 23. Over in Joshua chapter 23, Joshua says farewell to the leaders of Israel and the people of Israel. Joshua is at the point in his life where he has reached that season which we all reach, hopefully, or will we'll reach, or have, if we have not already reached, that time, a season in our lives where things changes drastically. And so, um, one of the things though, that I, I see in this chapter that I'd like to share with you this morning is I'd like to share with you the fact that it is the Lord, our God, who fights his battles. We're in a war, a very serious war. And in this war, it is God who is the commander. You must understand this, especially as we wait for the return of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We're in a war between good and evil. Of course, that good is God. The evil is all those who are in rebellion against God. The evil, oftentimes we cannot even see all the things that are going on behind the scenes. I'm talking about the spiritual realm. The awful things that are going on. The kind of things that are oftentimes even undescribable. But I'm here to tell you 
that God is the commander of his army. That is, his people. All those whom he has gathered. Men like Joshua to engage in the battle. Now over in Joshua chapter 23, it begins by, by saying this. The author says, After a long time had passed, and the Lord had given Israel rest from all their enemies around them, Joshua, by then old and well in advanced in years, summoned all Israel, their elders, leaders, judges, and officials, and said to them, I am old and well advanced in years. You yourselves have seen everything the Lord your God has done to all these nations for your sake. It was the Lord your God who fought for you. Notice here, it was the Lord their God who fought for them. It's this same Lord that fights for us today. Be <clears throat> aware of this. Know this as you live out the rest of this day. That it is the Lord who fights your battles. Be encouraged, brothers, sisters, family of God. Be encouraged and know that it is the Lord who fights your battles. Bless Him in everything that you do, trusting that it is He who fights your battles. He is way ahead of you. He is faithful in all that he has planned and purposed, especially for those who are in Christ Jesus, the Lord. He fights your battles. Teacher, when you are teaching and your class is unruly and not listening, Know that the Lord is there. Know that the Lord is there and he's way ahead of you. Policemen, when you are engaged in a struggle, a struggle against civil disobedience, and whomever it is that you are engaged with, that man or woman, that boy or girl, know that the Lord is the one who fights your battles. Be not afraid. Be encouraged. And know that it is the Lord who fights his battles. You are a servant of God. For all of us who are listening, whether you are a mother or a father, a sister 
or brother. The Lord fights your battles. Just as he did for Joshua. Just as he did for all the people of Israel. Beginning with Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and all their descendants. The descendants of Israel. The Lord fights his battles. The battles that they were engaged in. The battles that we are engaged in. The Lord, I say it again, fights his battles. Our responsibility is to show up. And be strong. Our responsibility is to obey those whom God has placed in the, in authority over us, trusting that God knows what He's doing. God don't make, God doesn't make any mistakes. And we have to believe in this, and we have to trust in this. From the very beginning, when God created the heavens and the earth, God had a plan. All this didn't happen by accident. Everything that you were engaged in, everything that you were involved in, it didn't happen by accident. It was created by God. And God has a plan. When man fell, in the garden, in the beginning, God had a plan. And that plan, we are witnesses as the people of God, we are a witness to today. And that's why in everything that we do, our chief end, our chief goal should always be to glorify God. Are you with me? The Lord fights his battles. Verse 3. I want to repeat this once again. You yourselves have seen everything the Lord your God has done to all these nations for your sake. Notice that. It's the Lord, again, who is fighting the nations. He is fighting your enemies for your sake. It was the Lord your God who fought for you. Remember how I have allotted as an inheritance for your tribes all the land of the nations that remain, the nations I conquered between the Jordan and the great sea in the west. The Lord your God himself will drive them out of your way. He will push them out before you and you will take possession of that land as the Lord your God promised you. The God, your Lord, your God, family God, he has promised to take care of you through thick and thin. Through all your suffering, through all your troubles, through all your pains, your Lord, the Lord, your God, has promised to take care of you. You have nothing to worry about. Except for showing up and praying and praising him 
obeying Him, trusting in Him. That is your responsibility. And the God, the, your Lord, your God will take care of the rest. This is the testimony of all those who have gone before us. This is the testimony of Joshua, who I believe right now is in the presence of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. He has been rewarded with eternal life. And like him, we too hope to be one day fully in the presence of the Lord our Savior Jesus Christ. Praising God, God the Father, by the Spirit of God, waiting for that final day when the Lord Jesus will return to finish what he has started, to end the battle. Your battle will one day come to an end. Believe me. And when it does come, oh, what a joyous day it's going to be. It's going to be a day that all will know that Jesus is the Lord. It is the same Lord that Joshua is talking about. It was Jesus fighting the battles of Israel. Can I get a witness? Be very strong, people of God. Be very strong. And be careful to obey all that is written in this book. Because it is the Lord, your God, who fights his battles and yours too. He is big enough to do that. And he has done it. Beginning with the shed blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You see, what is happening right now, God is working on each and every one of us, beginning in the heart. The temple of God. We are the temples of God. We are the people of God, but we are the temples of God. Meaning that it is in each and every one of us who believe in the gospel. It is in each and every one of us that the Lord, God, lives in us. And from day to day, he's changing us from the inside and working his way out. You know, I just turned 52 yesterday. I thank God for every year, of course. But especially now at 52, I look back on my young life and I, I see the changes in my life. I see the changes outwardly. I don't look the same. When I pick up pictures, especially when I was, say, for example, 17, I'm quite different than I was then. Although I have to admit, I'm still just as handsome. But I have to admit, too, that I have changed. I've changed quite a bit. I've seen the changes. But... Also, I see the changes inwardly. I am a lot different than I was than when I was 17, especially. I remember at age 17, right before I entered into the Marine Corps, I had committed, made a commitment 
prior to that to God. To live my life, you know, as far as I can remember as, as, a early, as a child, I've always had a heart for God. But at 17, for whatever reason, I had made up in my mind that, you know what? God, you know, you taught me a lot. I know quite a bit now. I was doing things that really would be described as adult things. And because I was doing adult things, I felt, well, I made it. I've done it. I've done it all. I'm doing it all. So I really, you know, God, you know, I love you and everything, but there are some things that you're restricting me from doing that I really want to do, and I think that it should be okay for me to do. And, well, it's, you know, let's just cut to the quick. Um, I'm going to do things my way. I no longer want to walk with you and talk with you and be accountable to you because I can handle this. I can, I can handle this. I can fight my own battles. And I essentially walked away from the Lord. And I regretted it. Eventually later too. I regretted it. My life had changed so drastically for the worst that at one time I was, I was really fearful for my life because I was doing things that was, was bringing me to the point of almost death. And instantly I realized that, you know, I'm on the wrong path. I've strayed away. I've walked away from the Lord, and it's not good. Things are going. Things in my, especially in my personal life, was just became had become horrible. Um, I became very empty. I became very lonely. Uh, just all kind of things. It just it made me realize that it is the Lord that I love the most. It was the Lord that I had walked away from. And I believe he still was faithful to me. Although I was faithless, he was faithful. And I was living my life as a prodigal. Uh, you know, the Lord stayed faithful to me and he, he delivered me from death. He delivered me from sin. And he will do that for you too. And he can do that for you too. So I, I'm sharing that with you. If you have walked away from the Lord, if you have lost hope in, in the Lord's willingness to fight his battles, to fight your battles, be encouraged and know that it is the Lord whom you should obey. It is the Lord who is waiting, willing, and ready to accept you back, just like he did me. He loves you. He cares for you. And he wants you. Go back. Go back. Repent. Confess your sins. Ask God for forgiveness. Beg him for your forgiveness. And I assure you, he will forgive you. He wants you. He loves you. He cares for you. 
He has provided for all your sins, to cover your sins. So you need not be ashamed. You're not the only one who have, who have walked away. Who has walked away. You're not the only one who has walked away. You're not the only one who is who has admitted that they are lost. They have done a lot of wrong things, bad things, sinful things, evil things, wicked things. You're not the only one. God knows you. He knows you better than you know yourself. And he has a plan for you. A plan to restore you. To gather you. And to love you forever. Amen? Basically, this was the message of Joshua. Joshua was saying farewell to the people. But he was saying farewell in a way that would encourage them. And to warn them to be careful how they live their life. That's why in verse 6 he says, be strong. Be careful to obey all that is written in the book of the law of Moses without turning aside to the right or to the left. Do not associate with these nations that remain among you. Do not invoke the name of their gods or swear by them. You must not serve them or bow down to them, but you are to hold fast to the Lord your God. As you have until now. The Lord has driven out before you great and powerful nations. To this day, no one has been able to withstand you. One of you routes a thousand. Why? Well, because the Lord your God fights for you. Just as he has promised. So be very careful to love the Lord your God. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and with all your strength. That is the message of Joshua. That is my message to you, people of God. Be strong, but be warned, but be warned. If you turn away and ally yourselves with the survivors of these nations, these wicked people, these vile and sinful people that God has driven out from you, and is trying to drive out from you. If you become allies, allies with them, if you intermarry with them, if you associate with them, then you may be sure that the Lord your God will no longer drive out these nations before you. Instead, they will become snares and traps for you, whips on your backs. And thorns in your eyes until you perish from this good land which the Lord your God has given you. Now I am about to go the way of all the earth. I'm about to die. You know with all your heart and soul that not one of all the good promises the Lord your God gave you has failed. Every promise has been fulfilled. Not one has failed. But just as every good promise of the Lord your God has come true, so the Lord will bring on you all the evil he has threatened. Until he has destroyed you from this good land he has given you. 
If you violate the covenant of the Lord your God, which he commanded you, and go and serve other gods and bow down to them, the Lord's anger will burn against you, and you will quickly perish from the good land he has given you. Do not take the graciousness of the Lord your God in vain, people of God. Do not take his kindness for weakness. You will be greatly disappointed if you do. I assure you of that. I found that out very early on in my life. And I hope that you find that out too. If you think you can test him, if you think you can walk away from him and not be judged, meaning not be condemned, your actions not receive the consequences, then you are serving a weak God. And I'm here to tell you, that is not the God of this Bible. Let us pray. Lord God, Father, heaven bless you once again for another day. Thank you, Father, for being faithful to your word. In Jesus' name, I ask and pray that you have mercy on us today. Bless us. Keep us. Fight our battles. I pray and we trust that you will. In Jesus' name, amen.